gentlemen boys girls martians aliens any conscious being tuning into the podcast i welcome you to episode four of martian mma this week my guest is my new friend from my popular uh betting forum website odds beast forums my friend mars woody how you doing man hey man what's up That was a good intro. Not much. Yeah, thanks, thanks. I I almost perfected it. It only took me one one try there. The the outro took me about five times last episode, so I'm definitely improving. Yeah, what's up, man? Um, You've just woken up. I've just finished work. Yeah, we're on on, uh, different sides of the pond here. Uh, I'm I'm, uh, calling in from the United States... uh, my friend Dave is uh, phoning in from London. Is that correct? Um, it's Newcastle. I mean, I used to live in London, but I live in like the northeast of England now. Um, nice. So yeah, from Newcastle. But... Nice. You you called yourself a a butter tooth Brit, and I was expecting a much worse accent than I got. So I'm pleased. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, luckily, you can understand me. I mean. I don't think you can really tell that I have much of an accent. I just no. sort of try and speak clearly. Yeah, no, so. no, no <laughs> good stuff. Yeah. All right. So now that all the gay stuff's out of the way, we'll uh, we'll get into the UFC. Uh, yes, definitely. <laughs> um, so we we're just gonna quickly uh, re- uh, recap uh, UFC Winnipeg from this past weekend, and then we're gonna dive into the end of the year pay per view that. Uh, very few people are so eagerly waiting, but, uh, you know, still a good card that we can talk about. Uh, still looking forward to it from like a fight fans perspective, but, um, you know, the UFC kind of dropped the ball on their, uh, their typical end of the year banger pay-per-view, you know? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Um, Do you just want to get right into Winnipeg. the last UFC card? Yeah, um, Did you catch all the fights for this one? Yeah, but I saw. I didn't catch the prelims. I saw the main cards. So, um, did you go back and watch any of them, or have you still missed them? I I've still missed them. I didn't. I didn't bother with with the uh, prelims. Interesting. There there were a couple um, a couple good. I saw fights. the results, but I didn't. I didn't bother watching. Um, watching uh yeah Mar- they, they mostly finished by but it was mostly ko's wasn't it on yeah, the um three knockouts the, yeah yeah because yeah, i caught i caught the knockouts on facebook um pretty brutal like some of them mm-hmm. Ch- chad lapraise and uh nordin yeah. talib yeah, you just completely starch Roberts. Yeah, that that was that was a really nice KO from Taleb. Um, yeah, you know, and then uh, so I, I sort of caught those two two fights. I, I missed, I missed the next two, um, and I like I said, I just caught the main main card. Yeah, um, main card was good too. Yeah, it was really good. Um, Glover just completely dominated Serkinov. 
Well, like I, I thought he would. Like I'm, I I'm always confused when I see the odds. You don't think he dominated them? No, I thought didn't he? He had to, he was getting pieced up on the feet, right? And then he kind of resorted to a takedown. <clears throat> yeah, he was like he 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 looked bad on the feet. Mm-hmm. It, it looks sort of like ages sort of catching up with him on the feet. Um, but as soon as he got a hold of him, it was just it was just all over from there. Yeah, that was he, that was interesting. He, that was he, a good fight. But, he, but isn't isn't Serkinov supposed to be like good at jujitsu or good on the ground? Or, yeah, he just didn't look like he knew what he was doing whatsoever. That's true. Yeah, I mean Glover's got some pretty heavy ground and pounds, so you never know. I mean, he let him. I I just remember watching it. I was thinking he's just let he just let um, Glover get the underhook on him. If I'm remembering that right, and he just let him take him down from from the fence. Yeah, I think he, just he might have ga- he might get ga- he might have gasped because I'm pretty sure he had. Glover pretty hurt on the feet. Like he might have, you know, saw one little sign of weakness and then just swarmed him. And then after that, I think he might have just been so tired and just terrible game plan from him. You know. Um, yeah, it was. Um, and I don't know how you get that gas. It was only the first round, mm-hmm. so he definitely needs to work on his cardio. Yeah, did, um, did you did you bet on that fight? I definitely, I would definitely. I did. Can't. I, I bet on Glover. Um, I can't remember what the odds were, but he was like a slight favorite, I think. Just, just um, on, the, on the money line, or uh, just any any props? Just on the money line, yeah. Yeah, no I got props. him at I got him at plus five hundred knockout. So I was uh, oh, wow. I was fucking stoked because he nice. he he had <laughs> he had the choke. He was going for that choke. Well, although you know that fight was a roller coaster because. It started off like, oh my god, why did I bet on fucking Glover to share? He's getting pieced up. He looks slow. He looks sluggish. Then he yep. takes him down. I was like, uh oh, hold up, hold up here. And then he goes for the choke. I'm like, no, don't choke him, don't choke him. Uh, and then somehow he 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 heard me and then switched to the ground and pound, <laughs> pounded he him out. He could have easily he could have easily won by TKO, but like you said, he just chose to get get the choke. Um, no, no, no! It was the other way around. Remember oh, the, remember? my bad. Sorry. He, no, no, no. <laughs> so he was going for the choke, and then he must have rolled out of it, and then he yeah. turned and the. Then, gra- yeah, and then he won by punches. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. and uh, um, I mean, kind of a weak fit. I mean, I guess he was he, but it's you know just one of those like riding your back, throwing bombs. Not really bombs, yeah. just kind of, yeah, kind of a weak finish. But um, you know, you know, we skipped over this, but you missed a, an awesome, awesome fight on the prelims. Did you uh, hear about the Julian Marquez and Darren Stewart fight? Um, no, I didn't catch that fight. No. Uh, so Marquez is the uh, is the guy from Dana White's Tuesday Night Contender Series when. The guy was against the cage getting up, and uh, the other fighter just kind of throws, like, a, a kick as he's, like, getting up along the cage, and then he hits him with, like, his toes, like, right in the face, and then knocks him out. Really nasty kick. It was probably one of the best knockouts from that show. Yeah, I think I remember that, yeah. And uh, then, so then he that. had he had a pretty big hype train going into this fight, and there was just this back and forth brawl. These guys were just brawling for seven, eight minutes, and eventually it ended in a choke, surprisingly. But um, mm. aw- awesome fight. You should definitely go back and check that one out. I'm pretty sure it was yeah, probably will man top top ten fights of the year uh, on some ratings website really? for fights. Yeah, so definitely a good one. Um, and then uh, yeah, so was was that the only sort of 
back and forth fight on the prelim that was back and forth um yeah i'd say so yeah there's a couple of knockouts and then there's two decisions wasn't there yeah a couple um, squashes uh me yeah. and me and just ran over eric silva <laughs> mac desi ran over and drew Hilo. um um, the only thing I want to say about the Glover fight before moving on is I think people keep underestimating him. I think he's still, I think besides like Gustafson, Rumble, DC, you know, like the top, the top sort of three guys, he's always going to be able to beat anyone else in that division. I think, um, it, and he can use his wrestling, you know, and his jujitsu, mm-hmm. um, and I just keep seeing him because he was an underdog in his, I think it was his last fight as well. And I was just thinking, what? Like, they're just, you know, the Lions makers are just waiting for him to to uh, go over the hill. But it's, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen for a few more years. Um, I don't know. He's one of my favorite fighters, Glover. Really? But, That's um, interesting. Yeah, he is. And I've bet on him quite a few times as well. Um, He's got a cool, yeah, pers- think, cool personality. He's a cool guy, you know. He's a nice guy. He's a hero, is Mike Tyson. Yeah, I remember so, uh, he, he was talking to Jose Aldo one time backstage, um, and when they both fought at UFC one seventy nine on the Embedded, and they were talking about reading Tyson's book and you know how they'd be yeah. nervous before fights and then stuff like that. So yeah, he's he's pretty he's really funny. Um, but you know, I, I I his ceiling is only so high in the UFC. You know, you just said yeah. You know, uh, uh, guys like Rumble, guys like Gustafson, Jones, uh, Cormier, they're, they're going to beat him 10 times out of 10. And yeah, definitely. So, I mean, his only fight left in the UFC, honestly, seems like uh, with homeboy Jimmy Manawa. You know, they were supposed oh. to, apparently they were supposed to fight at UFC 208, but, um, Something else happened. Yeah, that's and... a good fight. I would, I, I would take Glover in that fight, definitely. I yeah, think that... he'd use his wrestling, or he could even... Jimmy's uh, chin's pretty suspect these days, so he could even get a KO. Yeah, I think Jimmy's better on the feet, though, you know? Uh, even yeah, though Even though Vulcan no time kind of exposed him in his last uh-huh. fight. Um, but I'll tell you this. I would, I would favor Glover over, um, over no time. Like if they did fight, on, really? You know, I think I would. Yeah, I think Glover. I'd, I'd I think Glover. Bet on Glover is an underdog as well. <laughs> Interesting. So you're not you're not sold on the no time hype train. Um, no, not so much. I mean, no. Just look <laughs> look at who he's beat so far. That's true. I know? mean, well, he so he's beat OSP, Misha, and Manawa. You know, yeah. Light, light heavyweights, okay. light heavyweights, thin. And especially with those two like quick knockouts he had, like he, I mean, I definitely see him getting a title. Sh- like I understand the logic behind that. Do I th- yeah. do I think he's gonna beat DC? Not necessarily, but I would would definitely not be uh, super upset with the result. Um, you know, like I I, no, rem- I remember Brendan. I remember Brendan. Brendan yeah. Schaub was making fun of him a while back. I think, I think he was making fun of him like before he knocked out Misha and he says something like imagine this guy being your champ they'd be like where do you, where do you go with promoting him he's just like um yeah. and now he actually has that that 
that ch chance. You know, he's got like 8,000 Twitter followers and he's about to be in a UFC title fight and chance to be a champion. So, yeah, good luck to him. I mean, if he can do it, you know, yeah, big, big, I don't think he will, but yeah, big task to accomplish. Um, I, I like to see the matchmaking is still, or, or I mean, like, you know, the authentic title shots are still coming, you know, like you, you, you win a couple of fights. You work your way up. Yeah. yeah. You know, I remember, I remember when people were talking about, b before Engano won, people were talking about who Stipe could fight next. And someone said, uh, Alex Volkov, you know, the tall, tall guy who just beat Struve. And at first right, yeah. I said, that's ridiculous. Like well, that guy would get <laughs> squashed. But then I realized he's, he's, I'm pretty sure he's on a five fight win streak in the UFC. And I mean, really? Wow. Uh, well, I didn't know that. Uh, no, he's, he's three, three and zero in the UFC five fight win streak though. Um, so I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't say he's like the number one contender, obviously, cause Ngano jumped out ahead of him. But, uh, you know, I definitely, I, I, I like any, any title shot that is given really based on merit and like, you know, hard earned wins instead of, you know, just being granted a fight. Yep, I agree with that a hundred percent. Um, so now that we're on that topic, so who do you want to see the next featherweight title shot go to? Um, featherweight, I want Conor McGregor versus Tony. I think that's the only fight to make. Featherweight, mate, come on. One forty-five. Featherweight. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Um. Isn't there a title fight ready? No, or... no. So the options would probably be Ortega or Edgar. Ortega. Well, oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's that's what it was. Um, they were meant to fight, weren't they? Frankie and Frank... uh, Jose and uh, Max. No, Holloway. Frankie and yeah. Holloway. Uh, Frankie and Holloway. And yep. Holloway were meant to fight. Yeah. And then obviously he got injured, and then he fought um... Aldo. Then he fought Aldo, yeah. Um, I want to see Ortega. <laughs> I think he's the best thing in the division, man. He's just so exciting, the way he finishes fights. 100%, um, yeah. His jiu-jitsu is amazing. Uh, I, I love the guy. And I went back and I, the other day and I watched um, Brendan Sharp's podcast with him and, and uh, Renna, Gracie. Oh, yeah. And uh, it just told his story. Like, he's been, you know, he's, he's from the hood and he's had, like, a bad upbringing and stuff like that. And he he went into a uh, Gracie's gym, and he's just been with him ever since. You know, that's sort of his escape from like all the gangbanging, his friends getting shot and shit like that. Wow. Um, it was a really good podcast, man, just to hear his story. And he was just saying like he's the kid, you know, where he looks when he was like sixteen, he looked about twelve, just this blue-eyed kid, and you just like tap grown men, like he's just a, a natural beast at jujitsu. He tapped. Um, he tapped crone. You said. No, um, he tapped grown men. <laughs> oh, I thought you said Crone yeah. Gracie. I was like, oh, that's, that's ah, shit. <laughs> he is good, nah. But um, but yeah, I just think, I just think he has the best chance to beat Holloway. I don't see anyone else. I don't see Frankie. I mean, you could say Frankie poses some problems with his wrestling, um, but I would just rather see. Ortega to yeah, fight. I agree. Uh, whenever there's jujitsu, whenever there's jujitsu that high level and like this level yeah. of fighting, you gotta want to see it. Like it's so it's so great. Yeah, to man. See. And the the way he gets his submissions as well, 
it's like there's you know Cubs like a high level black belt and it was just incredible what he did to him you know yeah he made him look um, like a fly in a spider's web <laughs> yeah man um, and if he can do that to him he can do that to anyone you know so I think he has the best shot at beating Holloway I think he's always dangerous he's undefeated isn't he um, he's 13 to no yep so so yeah man that's the fight I want to see that is that's the fight that I want to see um, I agree, but here's something I did not know. I'm looking at his record right now. He, Brian Ortega, tested positive for drostanolone in 2014, which is an anabolic, which is an anabolic steroid. Um, the same, the same Fox card when Robbie Lawler fought Matt Brown on July 26, 2014, he choked out oh. Mike De, De La Torre. And then he tested positive for an anabolic steroid. That's interesting. Did not know that at all. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Um, I don't know. Maybe it was a tainted supplement, or maybe he did take something. Who knows? Yeah, I wonder I'd what... have to like look into it more. But um, hopefully, he doesn't take a risk like that again. Yes, yeah, says he was just fined. Tw- this is before you saw it, obviously. So it was fined twenty five hundred yeah. and suspended nine months. So. Um, I mean, I guess that's that's interesting. I mean, you, I guess he's clean now. I wonder how many times he's been tested by USADA. Um, yeah, you've got to think he's clean now, man. I mean, he would have tested positive for something. But uh, um, you, you know, I I always thought that you know, like I thought, um, that you know that the days of doing steroids were done. But uh, uh-huh. but then um. After watching the Icarus documentary, did you catch that? The uh, the one about steroids. Um, I haven't seen it. No, I've I've heard Joe Rogan yeah, you heard mention it about five thousand times. Yeah, you gotta watch it, man. I, I can't. I can't believe <laughs> I've not seen it. I can't believe no. you haven't seen. It. You got. You gotta watch it, man. It's it's it's. Right. I don't know if you got Probably the gist of it, but but they were basically testing that. So in Russia, the government was making the athletes do steroids making and then they were still getting tested by the olympic commissions and they had they would basically pee in a container and they would have two seals on the container so if you open it it would break the seal so Mm -hmm. they developed a machine to break the seal and then to replace it without any detection so they went in they they got their samples they were still testing their athletes like they weren't doing anything wrong but then they had this secret machine that was opening them up replacing their urine and then screwing it back up and making it seem like they never opened it wow so that's that's so deep and like and you know and that that wasn't even the 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 whole gist of it it, like there was also a part when like uh this uh you know scientist the guy who used to basically administer all the russian athletes was giving steroids to the guy who made the documentary and you know there's just like so much designer shit out there like you know anything you know if you're if you're willing to spend a hundred thousand dollars you can probably get you work your way around a usada test you know yeah well, yeah, I mean, they must be doing something, you know. I mean, I, I, it still goes on. I would, I would, I would bet that it still goes on. It you know, has. That they're it still has using to. things, and they've found ways, ways around it. You know, um, John Jones was tested nine times this year, and he failed a 
only one of them. But I mean, I yeah. I almost can guarantee that he was on steroids for, <laughs> for all night. Being, being on steroids his whole career, man. I really yeah. do. I, I mean, you yeah. could say, you could say that about pretty much it. Like I'm, uh, Jeremy Stevens came out on the MMA Hour and said that he he straight up accused Aldo of being on steroids his whole career. And I mean, well, that's a little unfair. He's, I he's mean, he's an overrun y'all guy, isn't he? So, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that's that's not uh, entirely true because it probably is. But I mean, if you're fighting a beast like Max Holloway, you look sharp in the couple the the fir- first two rounds. Not so much the second fight. You know, he looked he looked pretty much beat from the jump in the second fight. But the first fight, he still looked sharp. He still won the first two rounds. And then he got caught in uh, third, got, you know, dropped, got beaten up. But, I mean, he never he yeah. never went out. He was still taking 50 shots, still, like, you know, trying to fight for position. He wasn't unconscious. So that doesn't... No, exactly. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean... He probably has used steroids before. He probably gave them up. Definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, but even even when he fought Chad Mendes, I mean, that was before you saw it, wasn't it? And he oh, still, yeah. I mean, that was a back and forth war, and he got hit quite a few times. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not like he was completely dominating, dominant. You know. It's true, yeah. Dominated back then before you saw this, so And he's he's always uh, had his flaws, you know, like the fifth the fifth yeah. the fifth round of the uh Mark Hominick fight, he got like beat up in, he lost the fifth round of the Lamas fight. He yep. uh maybe lost a round. I think it's just the new breed of fighter, really. It's like it's like when T J came along and just completely destroyed Burrell, you know. True. It's like Holloway is the new breed of fighter. He's just he just does everything better, he uses his all his tools uses his reach, uses distance, you know. It's just, it's hard to, for someone like Jose, um, it's hard for him to learn, like, new things, you know. Definitely. Because he's, he's been doing it for so long. He's already it's perfected it. It's hard for him it. to, like, fight a different way. It's just, it's still muscle memory. He's just so used to fighting that particular way. Um, he can't really change, whereas Max, obviously, he's grown up fighting and learning new things, you know. Um it's just a new breed of fighter, I think. You know, definitely. Um, Max is Max is top th- top five pound for pound. Uh, I would I was yeah. gonna say three, but I don't know how how good his ground game is. That's why I want to see. That's why I want to see him fight uh, T C next because we need to see what his jujitsu is like. But yeah, we do, and then obviously it was years ago, but. Con McGregor, like he had a busted knee when he fought Holloway, and he took him down and just kept him down for two rounds, yep. or was it like three rounds? But he kept him down, and that's how he won the fight. Mm-hmm. And you've got to think. I, I know that was a few years back, but he wasn't good enough to get off the ground um, against with McGregor on top of him. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, that is that is troublesome you know i would definitely uh i would definitely but you know i i'm so confident in max i feel like once he signs that fight you know ortega he's gonna he's gonna get the best jujitsu guys in the world to come out to hawaii to come to beat him up for eight ten weeks straight and then he's gonna show up prepared you know like yeah he will there's some fighters he will, but will it be fight- enough that's the that's the question yeah i i mean i definitely think I definitely would uh would would uh think Max would be a favorite in that fight. 
Um, oh yeah. Definitely. Although, although, um, who would I? What would be the more intriguing bet? Ortega submission or Holloway knockout? I would say Ortega submission. I think that's the only way he's going to win the fight. I think Max could take it five rounds. I think Max could get the KO. Um, I don't. I don't see Max submitting Ortega. No, definitely. But, you know, I think. That is the only way for Ortega to win. I can't see him winning the decision. Um, I think he's just got to get the sub. Yeah, I bet that. He, I bet he, the odds possible. very would... possible. It'd be interesting to see the odds on that. Yeah, you know? I, th- I bet Ortega Definitely. submission would be like plus two hundred, and then Max knockout would probably be like plus three fifty. I want to say. Mm. You do you follow you you I follow do. the American odds, right? Not the. Um, not... I follow the American odds. I used to follow like the factional ones and shit. Oh, but that shit is ridiculous. <laughs> Fuck that! Not... I just use the American ones. Yeah. now. it's just easier. <laughs> I saw I saw the odds for Lawler Dos Anjos, and Lawler was nineteen twentieths, and uh, right. and uh, RDA was five sixths. I'm like. What the hell is yeah. that? And yeah, somebody man. somebody told me obviously it's you know bet nineteen to win twenty, but I don't I don't know. That's just that's a goofy that's a goofy yeah. way. Um, I don't bet that much on fights as much as I used to. Um, really? Just every now and then, yeah. What's your What's your average card? How much How much do you bet per card? Um, like I said, I haven't. I haven't put a bet on for a while. Well, really, I mean, a bit on Glover, but I don't normally bet too much anymore. I just I don't have have enough, have enough time to put into into it. That does you know? it doesn't like uh, enhance the fights for you at all. Um, it does, but but you've got to remember, man. I'm a Brit. Like we have to stay up till like four in the morning to catch oh, yeah. the UFC. I've so got to take off like work the next day. If I want to watch it live and you know stuff like that, so if I do, then yeah, I'll put some bets on. But if not, I, I, you know, I like watching it live. You know, if, especially if I have, if I do bet on a fight, I like watching it live. Yeah, um, that sucks. So it does, yeah. So do you do you, do you usually work on Sundays? Um, I work all different days every week, so I'm normally working weekends. Bummer. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, I, I think the yeah betting. I mean, I just started betting recently. I think like the first card I did yeah. was two seventeen, and I, I don't know. It's I only bet like two dollars here, three dollars there, four dollars here. I mean, I started yeah. off betting like, like ten. I, I put like ten dollars on Michael Bisping decision, ten dollars on Joe Lozon to win, ten dollars uh-huh. on uh, all this shit, and then like they all lost. I was like, why the fuck am I betting ten dollars on this shit? And then in- <laughs> instead, I now I bet I find something with like you know plus four hundred, plus five hundred, yeah, plus six hundred, yeah. and I bet two or three bucks on it, and I go ape shit if I win ten bucks, and it just makes everything so much better. <laughs> yeah, like like I said, I don't bet a whole lot. Like I'll bet like ten pounds, twenty pounds, thirty pounds sometimes. Do you know what I mean? But I don't bet a whole a whole yeah. lot on it. Um, I just yeah, you know, it's just a bit of fun really when you're watching the fights. Yeah, stuff like that. I'm not really worried about um, profit or anything. I just like the enhancement of like you know being more invested in the fight. It does, but then it goes against you because if you like a certain fighter and you want you want 
you know, say you want, I don't know, say you want fighter A to win, but you, but in your head you're thinking, well, fighter B is going to win, even though he's the underdog, and you've, or the favorite, whatever it is, and you've put money on him. It's just one of those things where yeah, you're, I do you're that. rooting against your guy, you know. <laughs> Even though you want Mike Perry to win, you you, you bet on a uh, Santiago. Yeah. So I, I did that exactly. I wanted Mike Perry situations. to win. I wanted Mike Perry to sort win the whole fight. Fight in that way because when you're watching it, you're like, well, I want Mike Perry to win, but I don't want to lose money. So <laughs> what do I do? Yeah, but that, that that's I like that I like live betting for that. Like so, I was I bet yeah, live I bet the best. I bet Perry knockout before the fight, and then, uh, like the, a couple of days before, and then right before the fight, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna throw a little bit of money on Ponzinibbio decision, and then, after the first round, I was I didn't I didn't bet on anyone. I was like, mm, I don't know. I thought Perry won the first. I was like, yeah, it's not really too confident, and he's gonna get the knockout. Not really too confident yeah. he's gonna get it. Uh, Ponzi Nibia is gonna get a decision. Then after the second round, Ponzi beat him up and started beating him up. And then I live bet on uh, Santiago, and then I ended up, you know, making a little money and you know making up for all like the the money I lost in the Perry KO. So that that uh, was all right. Yeah. Um... I wanted Perry to win, you know, obviously I'm a Perry fan. Of course. I, I was rooting for him to win. Um, he didn't win, but I don't know. It's, he's still got a long way to go. Yeah. You know, he can work himself back up. Um, I don't think that Darren Till fight's going to happen because he, I, I know Till said he's still up for it, but no way. you can't do that, man. You can't start putting fighters that have lost up against, you know, fighters that have on like the biggest win of their career. That's just stupid. I think welterweight so, is the most stacked division in the UFC right now. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I would say welterweight or lightweight. I think even more so than lightweight because lightweight, there's a lot of questions. There's okay. You, there's, there's a couple definites. Tony Ferguson is a definite killer ready to go at any jump. He's the biggest threat in the lightweight division. Connor is the biggest liability because you don't really know what he's doing. You don't, you know, know if he's going to fight boxing next. You don't know if he's going to fight Nate Diaz next. You don't know if he's going to go to 170 to fight GSP next. So he's leaving the whole division in limbo. Yep. And then you got Khabib, who is a big question mark right now because of the weight. You know, right now he's probably weighing like 175 pounds and he has to yeah. shred 20 pounds. He said he's very confident in making the weight, and, but he said that last time, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, I wouldn't. I'll keep my fingers crossed for that. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not. Sadly, I'm expecting him to miss weight again. I think he's just so badly mistaken in fighting at 155 pounds. I mean, if, yeah. if I would have known that he, he weighed 191 at the beginning of camp, for his his fights with you know RDA, his fights with Daryl Horcher, his fights with Abel Trujillo, uh, Glace and Tebow, all those fights, then I would be like, uh, I don't even want to watch this guy take this guy down twenty times. He weighed thirty five pounds more than the weight limit a couple weeks ago. Like, how is this guy alive right now? Yeah. So that's um, that's why I think welterweight is is the better division cuz I mean, you got Emil Meek versus Kam- uh, Emil Meek versus uh K- Kamaro Usman, is that his first name? Kamaro? 
something yeah, like that. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, Usman, Kamaru. Yeah, I think uh, we. I think we anyway. should. We should get Darren Till and Wonder Boy matched up. I think we should get Covington and RDA matched up. I think we should get. Um, there's one more contender who I'm who I'm forgetting. Um, uh, Woodley's out for shoulder surgery. You know. Um, let me let me check these uh these rankings real quick because I know I'm missing someone. Ponzinibbio, that's it. Um, Ponzinibbio, he should fight. Um, I don't know, Masvidal. Yeah, Masvidal. That's yeah. a good fight. Why so, not? That's a fun fight. And then we got we got Condit and Magni at two nineteen. You know, there's, and I mean, oh, Us- yeah. Usman that is a, Usman is eleventh, ranked eleventh. And he's one of the scariest guys in that division. You know, he's scarier than Stephen Thompson is. I can tell you that. And he's <laughs> no one wants to fight him, man. Um, yeah, I mean, what about Usman versus Covington? You think that's the fight to make? Or well, Usman has a fight booked. You know, uh, he's fighting Emil Meek in uh, January. Oh yeah, yeah, Janu- yeah. I remember I th- January fight, and then it fell fell through, didn't it? So yeah, I think it's January fourteenth yeah. is the day it's happening now, and that's the card with Jeremy Stevens and Duhu Choi. Yes. Um. Co main event of uh, of Winnipeg. Was a shocker by far. The one of the most shocking. Yeah, let's shocking get back fights. on track and finish this off. Yeah, um, yeah, man, I was shocked at that. I mean, I to be fair, I'd never, I haven't seen. Um, what's his name? Uh, Josh Emmett. Neither have I. Yeah, Josh Emmett. I've never seen him fight. I didn't know anything about him. Nothing. Obviously, he's from Team Alpha now, and I was just, you know, you look at the odds and you think, well, he's just going to get destroyed, you know. Um, and that was it a left hook it just came out of oh, nowhere yeah. just completely flatlined him it was just that's devastating man for, for Lamas you know uh, especially since he missed weight as well true you know so he's fighting a bigger guy that just KO'd him stiff but that's the sport isn't it what can you do really um, that, tr- truly I mean I don't think many people uh, grasped how shocking that truly was to see that I mean Ricardo Lamas has been top five for the past four years. You know, yeah, anybody be- anybody besides Chad Mendez, Max Holloway, Jose Aldo, he's run through. Yeah, he's ha- another one of those guys that he will, he will just, he will, you know, well, we'd thought he would just dominate anyone who's not, you know, like the top, the top guys, the yeah. top three. Josh Emmett or, is or ranked, whatnot. he's ranked um, fifth. That was now. pretty shocking, man. Yeah. I like what rank it? Rank fifth. That's yeah. A, I like to see that the rankings are, are working a little bit, you know. <laughs> but what happens? Do you rate um, Emmett fifth now that he's just like knocked out Lamas in the first round? I mean, that's I, d- I don't really get ratings with MMA. It's just it's one of those sports where anything can happen, and you know it's so unpredictable. True. Um, I just I don't think there's any need for ratings. I think you should have the champ, and then you should have the number one contender, so everyone knows he's the one that's going to get the belt. And I just think the rest of the ratings is just all speculation, man. True. I think, I think I think well the way they do it now is is asinine. The way they do it now is they have 
12, 15 guys from all these different websites who rank them and then they average them out and that's what they put on the UFC rankings. They should have some, not not committee or something like that, but they should have somebody legit making these rankings, you know? So uh-huh. I do, I mean, Josh Emmett being fifth, that seems a little high, you know, because Jeremy Stevens is ranked ninth and I think that Jeremy Stevens it would not lose, uh, would not get knocked out by Josh Emmett, you know? Right. Yeah. So I don't understand. It's, it's weird. It's hard to say, you know, does that mean Lamas goes down and Emmett goes up like a couple of spaces? Like, what is this? It's like a video game or some shit. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just weird. A lot of <laughs> Stephen Thompson being ranked number one. Uh, while, so Stephen Thompson just beat number six, Mazdival, but RDA just beat number two Lawler, former yeah. champ. He should obviously be number one. <laughs> Stephen Thompson has no business being number one. Nope, I don't want to see that fight again. I don't think. I think most fans don't want to see that fight again. I think I want to see RDA versus Woodley. Out of every fighter, I want to see that matchup. Um, I think he matches up great with him. Yeah, that that be good. Could, fight. I think he could win that fight. I think he'd be the underdog, but I think he could win. Um, you know, the, just the jujitsu, the level of jujitsu he has, and the the leg kicks, the striking, everything. Man, he just he's just a beast, you know. And so is Woodley. Um, I'd love to see that fight. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this I mean goes transitions right into the main event. Like I mean, he he. I, neutralized Robbie Lawler like no one really has before besides yeah. besides Tyrone Woodley but he dominated him I mean th- did you see that obviously you, you watched the fight you saw that combo oh yeah you know it was like 23 seconds or some shit 40 46 punches or something yeah incredible yeah it was crazy man I mean who does that to Lawler and then no and then the that fact that before. he didn't gas afterwards was the most incredible yeah, part. they they, they were all, they were all banking on him being tired and he was like I could go yeah, 10 rounds his gas tanks unbelievable I think um, I think he wants he wants that title almost more than anybody else in in the UFC right now Rafael I think so I think he's earned it as well I think I don't know that they'll give it to him I think that they might make him fight one more fight before they give him a title shot, but I think he deserves it, and I, I'm looking forward to that fight. Yeah, you know he, he might. Dosanjus is a smart guy. He knows that he right now he's the clear cut number one contender. Like we, like I said, we just had Thompson beat Mazdival. Eh, not ready quite yet. We had Covington beat Maya. Hmm, I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's ready yet. You know, uh, we had Till beat Cowboy. Hmm, not ready yet. You know, there's a lot of guys who aren't yep. really there. So. Dos Anjos is is the most clear cut, but he also has to think about the fact that if Conor McGregor or if GSP wants to fight Tyron Woodley, then they they get a they get a, a red carpet rolled out for them and the title shot given them. Of course, of course. I mean, it's the UFC is just the Conor show. You know, anything he says, um, anything he wants, they'll just give it to him without question. Um, yeah, where, where do but, you where do you how much of a fan of McGregor are you? <laughs> um, as a martial artist, you know, I think he's great. Like, I'm I'm not gonna 
be a hater and stuff like that. Like when when McGregor's fighting, it makes me more interested. I want to see him. I want to see him lose. You know, I have mates who don't like McGregor every time he fights. They they're just watching to see him lose. Just to you know, see him like lose. Interesting. Mate. Yeah, like um, I was watching it with at my mate's house, and we were going crazy, man. When when Nate uh, fought McGregor the the first time and choked, choked him. him out, we mm-hmm. were jumping up and down and shit, screaming. We were like, oh shit. You know, it's yeah, crazy. Me, me too, definitely. I mean, so I'm. I had a. I had a very weird relationship with Connor. Is I saw. I remember the first UFC fight. The card I I watched thoroughly was that time he beat up Holloway. You know, so I kind of. I kind of knew like knew who he was. I knew he talked a lot right. of trash, and I was like, I was like, eh, he's gonna come back. He's gonna lose to Cole Miller. And then he ends up beating uh-huh. Diego Brandao. I was like, okay, he's going to lose to Poirier. No way he's beating Poirier. He beats Poirier. I was like, okay, all right. Uh, I didn't think – I thought he was going to beat Dennis Seaver, obviously. Then I thought Mendez was going to stop him. Didn't happen. Aldo, one of my favorites ever, thought he was going to beat him up easily. He shut me the fuck up, obviously. So, I mean, I, at that point, I wasn't even hating McGregor anymore. I was just kind of – like, I respected him. But um, yeah. and then, but I also was a huge Nate Diaz fan. So when he got that fight announced, I was kind of rooting for uh, Nate just so he could get the exposure, and you know be the guy who dethroned the king. So I was definitely yep. losing my shit too when he uh, when he choked him out. But the re- yeah. but the rematch was almost the total opposite. Again, I was sort of cheering for Nate. Thought thought Nate was going to win, but the way Connor like withstood that beating in the 3rd round and won the 4th round and, you know, dropped him a couple times and just really won his belt like a champion like a 5-round title fight. That that was incredible. And that really cemented me as like a a a, a Connor fan. And then, yeah, I mean, I'd say I'm a Connor fan as well. I just get sick of hearing him all the time, you know, and all the casual fans. You ask them, oh, who's your favorite fighter, Conor McGregor? What other fighters do you know of? Oh, Ronda Rousey. And you're just like, okay, cool. Yeah. You know, um, you just get sick of seeing the headlines and stuff. And you just, I just want him to defend his belt, you know, at this point. I just want, because I don't think he's the best in that division at all. I think there's quite a few guys that that could beat him um i think he got the luckiest the luckiest shot at our belt i think you know eddie alvarez like fair play he knocked out rda but rda was just on like death storm man from the weight cut yeah you know he was just completely he shouldn't have been fighting well yeah he passed yeah. out backstage remember that story yeah man i mean so you know, that obviously played into it. And Eddie Alvarez was never really going to beat McGregor. Like, no, yeah. It's easy to say after we saw what happened. Like, I know lots of people thought it was a good matchup, but it's like Connor said after the fight. He's like, if you don't have any length or you don't have any attributes, you're not going to be able to beat me if you're small and, you know, yep. you wreck arms. And it's true because he just uses that distance so well and obviously has the power as well. So yeah, um, and, and I mean he Eddie just froze up. He's he's ninety miles away from home where he grew up his whole life. He's on the yep. e- East Coast where he grew up his whole life. He's defending his belt against some Irish fuck, and all of a sudden he's getting booed in his hometown basically. And you know he he lost the fight before he even stepped in the octagon. Yeah, I agree. The, it all got to him. The trash talk and everything. 
and he just he didn't look like himself you know he looked he looked bad he looked he looked terrible and i think that's why um uh, wasn't Alvarez the underdog? Yeah, de- definitely. Gaethje? Plus, oh, I think, yeah, yeah, against Gaethje too. Yeah, he, he was, wasn't he? Um, and I think that played into it because I think people—that's still in people's minds that McGregor KO and like, the and after, the in the Poirier fight. Don't forget that. Yeah, Ever. like I mean, the didn't Poirier get the better of him in that fight, or what? it's yeah. up for debate, isn't it, it? But yeah, it seemed he like he didn't look great. You know? Yeah, and then and then he fucking broke the rules. Obviously, like he fucking yep. need him in the head when he clearly uh, had his hands down. So, so I just think that was in people's minds when they think of Alvarez, and then when they think of Gaethje, they just think of wow, like he knocked out Michael Johnson. That was an epic fight. Like this guy's so good, you know. And th- I think that's why the odds were the way they were. Um, but. You know, I thought Gaethje was gonna still win. an amazing fighter. You know, yeah. I mean, after that last, I mean, Gaethje, you had him on death's door. You know, chopped his legs fifty times, hit him with fifty yep. punches, and then to somehow get that flying knee or whatever it was. Fourteen minutes after that, into that brawl, it it kind of rejuvenated my uh, fandom of Eddie Alvarez. Now I, I want to see yeah. him fight again. He's a beast. Um, they both are. And let me know if you agree with this, but this is my take on like Gaethje and, and Alvarez. I think both guys, they're similar. Like They're fun to watch and they're, they're, they're so tough and they're like animals and stuff like that, but neither of them are going to get the belt. You know, I don't yeah. think Alvarez is ever going to get the belt again. Gaethje, the way he fights, like he, he can't beat... How is he going to beat Barbosa when he's, you know, blocks kicks and punches with his head you know yeah <laughs> how's that gonna go the, down you know um, so they're fun to watch both of them but they're never gonna they're not gonna be like the top contender they're not gonna get a title shot i don't think again they're not gonna get the belt um that's just what i think anyway no so, you're, you're spot on i mean eddie alvarez pretty much his his title reign or his title shot was gifted to him by two split decisions. He comes in the UFC, loses to Cerrone, wins yep. two split decisions uh, to uh, Gilbert and uh, Pettis, then somehow walks his way into a title shot, and then, again, you know, his his opponent happens to pass out backstage, happens to get a knockout from just a brawl, like, a, like you know, where he was just throwing bombs. Not really too much technique going on but like that that was just so weird how he even got the belt in the first place and so weird how he lost it like he didn't had no business even holding it but he, yeah he bounced back great i mean well the uh, the poirier was wasn't i mean he definitely had a rough fight at that time but you know this fight now i want i mean i want to see him fight poirier again but he doesn't want to he he said it would be silly for him to fight poirier which that makes no fucking sense uh, it makes no sense. I mean, I don't know. I would like to see that fight again. It was it was a good fight, but I just think Alvarez knows it's a tough fight. You know, it's a tough fight for him, and why why would he uh, fight again if he can move on from it with a win? You know, well, is it, is it from... no contest. Yeah, but I mean, like, move on from the Gaethje fight with a win on oh, his record. Yeah. That's true. Just sort of move on to. 
you know, someone new, like, up oh, in the rankings. Oh, Poirier just beat up Pettis, too. So, I mean, it's not like he's Oh, not... that's true, man. I forgot about that. Um, yeah, that was that was an amazing fight. Poirier is uh, legit. Like, he's... He is, yeah. And, I mean, I think, I think Nate, or uh, Eddie wants to fight Nate next. That's what he's gunning for. Um, so, that's just pathetic. Um, and he should just man the fuck up and fight Poirier. <laughs> Um, yeah, Nate's not fighting anyone, man. He's he's already tweeted. He said he's gone to he's going to boxing. Um, yeah, I don't think we see. I mean, there's no point talking about Nick. He's he's never going to fight again. I don't think. Um, and Nate, I can't see him fighting again anytime soon because the UFC aren't going to give him 50 million to fight McGregor. You know, they're 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 t- they're cheapskates. You know, they're not going to pay him that much it's just not going to happen and he's already said he's got going to boxing so i don't think nate's going to fight anyone in the ufc yeah uh, and not name conor mcgregor because i de- i can see yeah. i can see the can it see might the, happen i can see the trilogy the UFC happening might ufc might you know throw him a few few mil for yeah. that but it's yeah. not going to be 15 mil there has to be a <laughs> there has to be a lot of things to fall in place for that uh, i think he would you know, first off, Barbosa would have to beat Khabib this weekend. Then Connor would have to fight Tony and win, and then he could fight Nate. There's no way he could come back and fight Nate right now without everyone in the UFC just like losing their mind. Like every yeah. ev- everyone would vacate. They'd be like, fuck this. This is this is <laughs> this is a joke. Um, but you know, I. Well, uh, it, it's it, every every podcast I talk about what is next for Conor McGregor because that's that's a big part of so our sport. What do you want to be next for him? I uh, want him to fight Tony Ferguson next. I think that's yep. the fight that 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 should happen and a fight that he has a good chance at winning. Um, yeah, like I said before, you know that's what I want to happen. Um, you think Conor has a good chance of winning? Definitely, uh, definitely. So you, you give you give him a bigger chance of winning than than you would um, Khabib or yeah, I think his chances of I think his chances of Khabib are not good, like forty percent chance of winning. But I think it's more like sixty with Tony percent with Tony. Um, um you know what I I thought that Tony I used to think that Tony was a worse man Connor. Like just thinking about it, but now I think Khabib's a much worse matchup for Connor. Because um, I was listening to one of uh, Brendan Sharp's podcasts, and he had um, he had on Josh Thompson. Obviously, he trains with Khabib, yeah. And he was saying, he was just saying, look back on the on the Diaz fight when Diaz got him in the clinch. He was against you know against the fence. He was saying Connor sucks at the clinch, and he says all. Oh, Khabib needs to do his jab twice, you know, put him on the fence. It's not even a case of going for a takedown. It's just a case of being in the clinch, and the takedown will come from that. Yeah, just getting you him know, down. Yeah, just just grabbing him, just getting him against the fence, and that's his round. I mean, once Khabib grabs you, um, that is the end of that round. <laughs> Most that's of the time, true. you know. So, I think it's a way a way more dangerous fight fighting Khabib. Yeah, that's um, that's scary. Khabib. And Khabib, uh, that, that fight never happens. He's one of my favorite fighters. 
you don't think it's ever gonna happen? No, did, did you? I watched the same podcast with uh, with Thompson and and Shab says I don't think that fight ever happens, and and Thompson agrees. He says, "Yep, me neither." It's just who you would have. I mean, Conor would right away just have to start circling, 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 keeping huge distance. You know, throwing oblique kicks. You know, throwing like really yeah. long, really long punches, just staying long, 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 and then he would spend. He would, if I was Conor, I wouldn't. I wouldn't hit mitts one time that training camp i would literally just sprawl for three <laughs> months straight yeah man i mean khabib you know he already has a huge striking advantage of khabib i mean it's no secret night khabib and day night and day with striking on. i mean you with the michael johnson fight um you just saw him get lit up you know and if one of those shots was from mcgregor it'd, it'd probably be bad for him so i i agree when you know, i watched that should fight, just work on his down the fence the whole camp <laughs> and yeah and, ju- and jiu-jitsu definitely uh, yeah that, but when i watched that fight it seemed like khabib was like okay uh i i try standing up for a little bit and he stands box box yeah i get hit i take down and then he just you know controls him for four minutes straight and then in, and the next one he goes yeah you know what i'll try stand up again i'll try see him oh got hit uh i'll, I'll take him down it just seemed like whatever he was Whenever he was in yeah. a bad situation, he was still letting it happen. Like when he was getting hit on the feet, it's like, okay, but you're not gonna knock him out. He's gonna just get you down again and literally yeah. like talk to you while he's beating you up. Like that—that that was frightening. Remember that when he was like, "You have to give up." Yeah, I need this. <laughs> I want this. That fight wasn't even on the pa- wasn't even on the pay per view somehow. It was was it pre- on the prelims? Yeah, I remember because that card was Shit. so fucking stacked. They put they put Misha Tate versus yeah, uh, and that was like one of the fights you know that I was looking forward to the most. And oh yeah, I just I just whenever Khabib fights, man, I just I just love watching it. You know, he's yeah, it's, just a master at what he does. But but uh, but are you worried about the, the him waking weight? Um, I am, yeah. Um, I'm not as worried as last time. I think, you know, he should have learned from his last mistake and he says everything's fine and his weight's going to be on point and this and that. But it wouldn't surprise me at the same time if a couple of days before the event we hear, you know, he's pulled out. Yeah. Um, it wouldn't surprise me, but For I, an I'm hopeful. You know, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that he'll make the weight. I hope he does because that's a sick fight as well. You know, Barbosa. Um, I mean, how's it going to affect Khabib after he's been hit with a few of those leg kicks, you know? And, and how, how's it going to affect you shoot? Cause all he does is shoot for takedowns and right. So how is yeah. it going to affect you when you just saw Benil, Benil Darush shoot for a takedown and get his face <laughs> caved in oh, yeah. with a switch knee, you yeah, know? Yeah. So he's, exactly. he's going to, same thing you yeah, did. Same thing you said. Get him against the cage, and then you know maybe go from a takedown from like b- behind. But I honestly don't think that he's gonna wanna be shooting for long, long double legs and stuff like that from distance. No, not a chance. He'll probably try and get in the clinch and take him down, or get him up against the cage, try and cut him off and take him down that way. Or but ca- obviously, Bobo's gonna have a game plan, you know. Yeah. That, or catch a kick, yeah, if he can. Doing. I mean, those kicks just like they're not even telegraphed; they just come out of nowhere. That's true. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> so you know, you can guarantee that he's gonna 
leg kick his front leg within the first 30 seconds. So if Khabib, all he does is go out there and all he's thinking is, uh, you know, do a, a high guard with his hands. And all I'm waiting for is to see his leg move and I'm catching it on my on my lead leg. Like I practice yeah. a thousand times, and then just jumping on the takedown from there. Like uh, that happened with that happened with Lawler and Cerrone. Uh, I remember leading up to RDA uh, Lawler, people were like, "I was like, I think RDA is gonna take him down and then dominate him." And people were like, "How is he going to take him down?" And I found like this clip from his last fight when Cerrone just waits for uh, Lawler to throw a kick, catches it, and then just takes him down right off the kick. So I mean, yeah. Maybe that's Khabib's plan, but I don't, I don't know. It's it, it that's an that's an amazing amazing fight. I think that's the fight everyone's looking forward to on two nineteen the most. Yeah, man, that's that's my main event. You know, that's the fight I'm looking forward to the most. Although so. the main um like even though the whole card's not great, the main event is definitely a good fight. Like I'm looking forward to seeing if uh if Holm can beat Cyborg. Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to it as well. I think obviously it's definitely her toughest fight, and and Holly, you know, pro- poses some problems. Um, I don't think it's it's as good as fighters like Nunes or Chev Chev would have been against Cyborg, but um, it's still still a solid fight, you know. Yeah, I don't It'll, I don't like I don't like Holly's chances, but. Um... I'm kind of rooting for her because it would just it would just make her, it would make her like the girl who shocked the world twice, you know. Yeah, definitely, and I love I love it, man. I love it when the world gets shocked. I love That's I true. love upsets. You know, <laughs> I, I, it's amazing. I one of my biggest uh, regrets in my life is I fell asleep after the third fight on UFC 193, so I missed. Rousey get knocked out. I literally woke up at like four, I woke up at ah. four, four in the morning. I checked my phone. I went to the Wikipedia page. I was like home beater. I was like no way, no way. Yeah, I was on. Um, I well, like I was saying earlier, like you have to stay up till three in the morning to catch to watch these fights in the UK. So I didn't watch it, but I I stayed off Facebook and everything. And I was on the bus to work the next morning, and I was watching it on my phone. So I had no idea what was going to happen. And when I seen that head kick, I was just like, oh, shit. <laughs> and I had headphones in, and everyone on the bus was just staring at me like, what the fuck? And I probably, like, screamed it, you know, on the bus. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I was just like, oh, shit. But that sort of, like, after seeing that, I was just shocked. That's, um, that's cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and it, it just... The odds for after this... After something like that... The odds for this fight are rid- better, ridiculous. You know? Have you have you seen the props for this fight yet? Um, can you say that again? Because I just got a message and I didn't hear yeah. that. Have you seen the props for this fight yet? Cyborg and Holly. Yeah. No, I haven't had a look. Holly inside the distance is plus eleven fifty nine. I mean, I really wow. don't see. I really don't see her knocking out. Knocking her out, but those odds are still fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, and then and then cyborg to finish her is minus one fifty. I don't. They're not giving her enough credit. Like, when have you seen Holly Holm knocked out? Uh, never. It's true. It's true. But when have you seen her take punches? Actually, I have seen her get knocked out, but it was in bo- it was in kickboxing. 
Oh, really? Against like that. Yeah, she was. It was either boxing or kickboxing. She was fighting this this uh, this this huge uh, girl, and she ended up getting like completely starch but then she came back and rematched uh rematched her and won by decision or something like that or like dominated in the rematch so yes i wish i could remember her name but i can't but i just remember seeing that yeah um but no, definitely not in mma but i mean not in mma i mean but cyborg is a different beast man like you you never know like she could just not be able to take a like she's she's not a 145 pound fighter you know jermaine durandame doesn't hit like cyborg does not even in the same ballpark so i mean you know she we could see her take a shot and literally just wilt right away like oh, oh yeah that's right cyborg hits a fuck load harder than anybody else in the women's UFC, you know. But um, we also could see we also could see Holm, you know, just out striking her, like being like, "Holy shit!" There's levels to power punching in MMA, and then there's levels to high level kickboxing, you know. Yeah, definitely. Um, Holly's gonna have a game plan, you know, coming into that fight. Obviously, with Greg Jackson, you know. Game plan's going to be really good. Um, See, I don't trust Jackson at all. I don't. I don't. I, let me think. Really? Let me think of. All right. Well, I'm. I wrote out this really long like uh, list of all of like the the negative things that have happened to Jacksons in the past year. You know, and I mean, right. Like, like you can stack them up. Well, let's think. So, Cerrone lost. To Mazdeval, he lost to Lawler, and he lost to uh, Till. Uh, Holly Holm uh, lost to Duranime. Not really her fault, you know. But mm-hmm. um, then we had Cub Swanson, who just lost. We had uh, Condit, who uh, lost to Maya. Didn't really have a good game plan in that fight, you know. Actually, it pretty pretty awful a game plan i mean as seemed like he just didn't seem like he wasn't prepared for that fight at all uh and then you know the whole thing with john jones oh yeah found it uh the whole thing with john jones uh you know they had to know something was going on and like they kind of just yeah. kept their mouth shut uh ray borg didn't really challenge mighty mouse at all john dodson didn't really cha- no. didn't really challenge mighty mouse at all isn't uh, Marlowski with Jackson as well? Yeah, uh, so he looked okay in his last fight, although he lost five in a row before that. Yeah, <laughs> he lost five in a row, but he looked okay. Diego, Diego Sanchez is still fighting, getting knocked out nonstop. Um, and, you know, they trained Hendricks for that fight with Borishina that he lost. I mean, yeah. you know, I really don't it's... have much confidence in uh, Jackson Wink anymore. No, it just seems like they have a, a, a fight. fighters that are sort of past their prime and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a good point, you know. Um, we haven't really seen anything, you know, too good from that that camp. Yeah, lately for a while. But not not counting them out, though. You know, st- she still might get it done. Yeah. Um. So and then the other fight. other good fights on two nineteen. We got uh, Jimmy Rivera and John Lineker. That's an awesome fight. Yeah, that's 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 an amazing fight. Um, 
Isn't John Lineker coming in that short notice? Yeah, definitely. Um, because so. for Cruz, yeah. Uh, but not too short notice. He had uh, he had thirty nine days to prepare. So basically a full camp. Right. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't know what to say. That all someone's probably it's just going to be a brawl that fight. You know, someone's. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if someone's going to get knocked out. I haven't have great chins, but I haven't seen Rivera fight too much. Honestly, I know he's undefeated. I know he beat Favor, but yep. um, you know, I'm a really big fan um, of Hands of Stone Lineker, so I'll be cheering for a knockout by him. Yeah, now, I've but. seen I've seen a lot more Lineker fights than I have Rivera, um, but I've seen a few a few Rivera fights, and he, they're much the same. You know, like they have really good chins you know a lot of power in their punches um so it'll be interesting you know see that the ufc likes john linker he's he's headlined two events isn't that funny (laughs) like that little yeah that little guy doesn't in in america (laughs) for that for that matter even though he doesn't speak a lick of english Um, yeah man i mean people like you know he brings the fight (laughs) yeah i I saw him fight live once uh like i fought some guy uh named uh, oskalish i think um really really long time ago um 2014 and it was like it was the fight of the night that night it was just bangers like standing and banging and then he finished him with like 10 seconds left in the fight it was nuts and i remember like from from then on i was a fan so that fight that fight's a really good fight what uh what state are you from uh pennsylvania but that fight was uh that fight was in new jersey all right cool so you live in pennsylvania yeah i live uh like in the philadelphia area all right got you have you uh have you ever been to a live ufc event um i've never been to a live fight no i'd like to go um you got it missed my opportunity because like i i used to live in london but um, I live about five hours away now, and obviously there is a few events in London, but there's not really any in Newcastle. Yeah, there's been one UFC in Newcastle, and that was about ten years ago or something what like about, that. How, what about how far is Manchester or any other big city? You know, L- London's five hours. You said, uh, five or six hours. Yeah, yeah. well, it's probably like six, seven hours drive. But That's fucking far. Tube, it's like four or five hours, I think. But I might be getting that wrong. But yeah, I mean, I could, I'd have to travel. I mean, Scotland's right next to um, Newcastle, so. Oh really? They 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 go yeah. there, they go there once a year, right? I, I could go to Glasgow, and, uh, for a, how yeah. how far is that? How far is Glasgow? Oh, it's um, it's not far at all, man. Probably an hour on the train or something like that. That's not bad. Yeah, you should. So, yeah, so shit, they, usually, they usually don't bring two good cards out though. That's any problem. Yeah, I mean, I think the the only one they've done was, um, what's her name, that girl from Cal- Scotland, Calderwood. No, Calderwood, yeah. no, they, and I actually like her. They, they, they went back Lining. recently. They went back. She? The uh, Nelson versus Pontanibio was there, I think, right? Uh oh yeah yeah, but yeah, like you said, it's not normally. Yeah, that's not know, that's not too, too good. good. Of yeah yeah but there was there was a bellator um the last bellator where it was mcdonald's did you see that one uh who rory no um oh McDonald's. uh bubba he used to be in the ufc bubba oh no 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 oh 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 yeah yeah 
I know who you're talking about. The little one. Yeah, that was actually in Newcastle, but. Oh really? Good luck getting a time off work. You know, what was it? What, about Christmas period. One ninety. Is that what it was? <laughs> to watch a fight. Well, that that stinks. Yeah, right, right in your right in your backyard, and you couldn't make it. Whatever. Yeah. Though. It's not like yeah. that. It's not like that. That card was too good either. They had f- no. five fights on it. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I wasn't really interested in that card whatsoever. But um, yeah, what other good fights are on two nineteen? The return Obviously, of the natural born killer. <laughs> yeah, that I, should be a good fight, man. I, I think he's in a starch magni in that fight. Um, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Um, hope so. We got Cal, uh, Cynthia Calvillo versus Carla Esparza. Yes, isn't Calvillo like a massive favorite? Oh yeah, she's wicked. She's I undefeated. Think I think, said right? on the forum. Yeah, uh, yeah, she's amazing, and obviously Carla's best at wrestling, and Calvillo is a wrestler with a lot better striking, I would say. So yeah, it's I probably I makes mean, sense that she's the favorite. I I, I mean. Carla Esparza, technique-wise, is one of the worst UFC champions ever, so I definitely don't have <laughs> much confidence yeah, in her. Yeah, Unfor- sucks, unfortunately, we lost uh, Gokan Saki from this card. That's a really big blow. That would have been a good good little yeah. addition. But, that would um, be fun. Now we, yeah. got, now we got some shitty Khalil Roundtree versus Michael Olianichuk. Uh, that's a That's a snoozer. You know, it's a good fight, though, is Dan Hooker and Mark Diacasey. Uh, you know, yes, that is a good fight, yeah. Diacasey um, is, uh, you know, kind of up in the air after his last fight. He got kind of embarrassed by uh, Drakkar. Hello? Yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> Uh, you still there? You yeah. were just thinking. No, no. Did did you hear what I said about uh DKC? Or did you um, did I cut it, out? No, man. It, it cut out, yeah. Oh, yeah. I said uh DKC's kind of up in the air after he got uh, embarrassed by uh Drakkar Close in his last fight. Yeah, I want to Wasn't that fight terrible? It wasn't so bad. I remember I just remember he like uh Drakkar was literally like kicking the legs out from under uh, D. Casey with leg kicks, which was shocking. You know, like he after every there was like a hype train with D. Casey. Everyone thought he was just yeah. gonna knock people out, and then all of a sudden he's getting leveled by uh, leg kicks. So that's interesting. Yeah, that's an interesting fight. But I'll tell you, my favorite fight I'm looking forward to on the prelims is uh, Miles Jerry versus Rick Glenn. Yeah, who's Rick Glenn? Rick Glenn, I've only seen him fight once. I've only seen his last fight. Um, he fought Gavin Tucker, and he just completely dominated him. And he he looked he looked amazing as well. Like he used because he's a really he's a really tall guy for that for that like Wait. division. Oh yeah, he's six yeah, foot. For, wow. Yeah, yeah, he's um. Yeah, let me look up how tall he is. That's, yeah, he's six foot tall. So for a featherweight, that's crazy, man. That's and gigantic. He was, he was using his, um, you know, his his reach, and he just looked amazing. He looked really good, and he just completely dominated him. So it's gonna be interesting to see um, him versus Miles Jury. Have you seen 
Miles Drury fight before. Yeah, um, he's he's had a little bit of a rough patch, but I think he yeah, he bounced back in his last fight. This fight is at one fifty five. It says so. Apparently, he's going up in weight. Remember, he was he went down in weight, and I guess didn't do so. Oh good. yeah, he and was then, at one forty five for a while. And then he. Oh, uh, that's interesting. So he's fighting. So it's going to be at one forty five, one fifty five then. Yeah, I guess was Glenn's last fight at uh fifty five too. Yeah, it looks like it was. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, uh, so okay. I, I think uh your boy Rick Glenn in that case has a good chance of that fight because jury's jury's it small. Fight. Oh no, he's five eleven. Yeah. Says he's five eleven, but I don't believe that. I feel like he's shorter than that. <laughs> yeah, I I just imagine him to be shorter than that. But um, he's got good jujitsu though. Yeah, but Mars Jerry, man, he's like, he's. I don't know if he's been injured before because it feels like it's been like a long time since his last fight. Yeah, I know it says April eighth. It just feels like it's been so long since since he last fought. Um, yeah, I don't even remember so that fight. There's so much hype behind him. He's like, he's sort of like one of those guys where he comes in, he's young, and everyone's like, oh, this is like the new breed of fighter. Like he's just going to dominate, you know. And obviously, he did. He He's done really well. Yes. And then he was six and zero in the UFC before he lost. His yeah, season. but then Cerrone happened. He got too, got I, too ahead of himself. Yeah, man. they he fed him to the dogs food. there. I remember. I can't remember if he talked a bit of shit or no, yeah, he did or what. But he did, and then I just remember when he fought Cowboy. Cowboy just kicked the fuck out of his legs. Yeah. He just stood there, just kicking the shit out of his legs. He, like, he well, punished him. He just, he just dominated him, and I don't think he's sort of been the same after that because, I've, I mean, he lost to Charles Oliveira after that by submission. There's no no shame in that, but um, then yeah. he was off for like two years, and then he fought in April, so maybe he's injured or what, but definitely just took, one of those definitely guys. took away from his confidence after seeing uh, Cerrone just dismantle, yeah, dismantle him like that. Yeah, just one of those guys. He just hasn't lived, he hasn't lived up to the hype, you know, that, that he should have. He hasn't done as well as he should have. He lived up to that high. He could bounce back though, um, but maybe he will. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe he'll beat Rick Glenn in dominant fashion. Maybe he'll go on to, you know, put on like a win streak. I mean, he's still—he's not like he's old or anything. He's only twenty-nine, so yeah. see what happens. But that's a really interesting fight, I think. Um, and then uh, the one last piece of news that popped up this week is Dana White said yesterday that it depressed me it depresses me to say this but the <laughs> the t- we're talking with Floyd about a UFC deal the Floyd deal is for real that's what he said so i mean i don't even know where to start with this you know not only is it in no way shape or form true and Floyd has already came out and said that it's not true. But, you know, it's just so pathetic to even throw that out there, you know. Yep. Um, yep, I heard that. And I, it's like Ari Hawani tweeted out. He said, you know, they're in the midst of a TV negotiation. And then he throws that out just to sort of get people to talk, you know. Yeah, I think um, that's exactly what it it's was. It's just ridiculous, you know. And then Floyd, have you seen Floyd said, no, I'm not fighting. UFC. yeah that's He's funny just, like, it, you know you know it's just it's funny because i think yeah. that was probably dana's exact strategy and not not really a bad one either you know a- after i saw helwani tweet that i was actually a little bit relieved because i realized that that was probably really accurate 
and uh-huh. they were never actually considering, you know, making. Nah, se- I didn't believe it for a second. As soon as I seen it, I was like, oh, okay. But the thing Here is, a pay per view between CM Punk and Floyd Mayweather in the UFC would sell. You know what? It's funny you say that <laughs> because I tweeted my mate, I'm CM Punk versus Floyd. You know, like I tweeted him that article and just wrote Floyd versus CM Punk. He just laughed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was, I was listening to, to Shab last night say, uh, say something like, you know, you can make this this money fight bed, you know, like, you know, you made the money fight with um, Floyd and Connor, you know, you can make a money fight with GSP and Bisping, but now you got to yeah. lay in that bed, like, you got to, you either, you started this business model, you got to keep up with it, you know. He was saying, like, George Clooney versus Brad Pitt would sell a shitload of fucking pay-per-view buys if they fought in the UFC. So, wh- why don't they? Yeah. You know, if that's what yeah. it's all about, is pay-per-view buys, why don't they? The thing about Dana White is I just don't believe anything he says. And I just think, like, there's no point of him doing interviews or doing, like, scrums because everything is just the same. Answer, he just says... We'll see what happens. Yeah, just that's and, it. And we'll he, see what happens. And he lies literally you know, about everything. He lies about everything, and he just gives the same two answers over and over again. There's no point interviewing yeah. the guy. There's no point like looking at his Twitter. It's just there's no p- point whatsoever in listening to Dana White or what he has to say. Did you hear um, what uh, Aljamain Sterling said on the MMA Hour? That, um, um, I didn't know. He was sort of complaining about the way the UFC handles knockouts. And he was saying that, well, A, he was saying that they kept showing the highlight of the knockout over and over again. And it kind of like added insult to injury. I, I don't understand what the fuck that means, dude. Like, if you would have knocked down Marlon Marais, you would have wanted it on replay forever. Yeah, you know? They always show the replay. Um, but then he was also mad that that no one from the UFC reached out to his family afterwards to say that he was okay or something like that. Or like that that Sean Shelby or Dana White didn't call him the next day to check up on him or something like that. So that's what he was complaining about. Not something like that, you know. I was kind of just saying that as like a mannerism. But he straight up said that he was disappointed that Sean Shelby or Dana White didn't call him the next day to make sure he was okay. Uh... They've got so many fighters on the card, man. It's going to be a full-time thing. Like, after every card, if Dana White had to call someone and say, oh, are you okay? You know, how many, how many knockouts yeah. usually per... I mean, obviously, that's, like, one of the worst knockouts. But still, I mean, it seems like it's just really emotional for no reason to me. Yeah, um, I don't understand that's nothing that. nothing to be upset over. Yeah, no, he's, he's not. He's Dana, I, I wouldn't, I, I don't understand what he's really wanting, you know. I wouldn't really want Dana White, you know, comforting me after the loss anyway. Wouldn't yeah. make me feel much better. Yeah, it, it just seems like he's just complaining. Um, yeah, and dude, you got to listen to Shab's big down, big, big brown breakdown from yesterday because it was hilarious he was talking about uh he was on the ultimate fighter he was you know got all this hype from the ultimate fighter he was undefeated uh he fought rory nelson gets knocked out and then he was like he was like the next day i was expecting a bunch of calls i was expecting a bunch of hang in there just hold your head up you know he goes guess how many calls i got zero <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't, maybe, maybe going to the hospital before, you know, like if you, if you, you, and you know, Dana might, has done that a couple of times, but I mean, if he made a habit of that, it would be nice to see, you know, before you, you just, you just, you know, made a bunch of money, you're about to go hop on your jet to go, you know, hang out with the, your family for the rest of the weekend in one yep. of one of your 20 properties you know the least you can do is stop by the local hospital and you know make sure the six guys that you sent to the hospital that night are like doing okay you know yeah exactly or even just send a text you know and say how are you feeling yeah and just say the, th- thanks for the fight like you know i know you're not yeah. feeling that well but I, I everyone sure as hell enjoyed the entertainment out of it you know, it doesn't matter if yeah, you have a, a hematoma the size of a baseball in your head. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of heartless, you know, the business. Yeah, not really. Side of it's, it. the, it's the fight business, though. You can't really, can't really expect yeah. too, much, too much out of it. It's true. Um, All right, uh, so let's let's do let's do some predictions for two nineteen. We'll, uh, right. we'll run down a couple of the popular fights and uh, say who you think is going to be victorious. We'll do the main card only. So Condit versus Magni, who you got and how? Um, I have Condit and I'm going to say... Uh, I'll say KO. Yeah, there you go. KO. Um, it KO. wouldn't surprise me if it goes three rounds. That's true. You know, yeah. I think a KO would be more likely if it was five rounds. The three rounds, I could see, easily see that being a decision as well. Um, decision win for Condit. I'll, uh, I'll say Condit by KO. Yeah, well, Magni has got a pretty good chin, though. Remember that Lombard fight, you know, when he just wouldn't go out, you know? So I think Condit decision sounds more likely than knockout, but I would definitely be cheering, yeah, for, cheering for I the knockout. I love, I love uh, Carlos Condit. Um, yeah, I agree with that, man. Next fight, we got... Calveo or Calvio and Asparza. Yes, um, I'm gonna say Calvio. I'm gonna say by oh, I'm just gonna say by submission. Yep. Okay. Yep. Choke. Something like that. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Something like that. Got I got a bet on that for sure. Um, this this is probably the toughest fight to pick on the card. Uh, Rivera and Lineker. Yeah, I mean. Like I said before, they're really similar the way they fight. Uh, ooh, I just don't know with I, this one. I think <laughs> I think Rivera is smart enough to be able to like outpoint him to a decision, um, and he's good enough to avoid the brawling with Linker and knock that. Even though I really like John Linker, and like I said, we like to see him knock him out. I'm gonna go with Rivera by decision. Yeah, I'll go with Rivera as well. I think he's just a bit more technical than Lineker is. That's true, but um, you know, but Lineker's won. He's won five round fights against Dodson before somehow. You know, so I mean, he's yeah, he's capable of doing it. But you know, that, that, that's a good fight. Good, good matchmaking. It's a good fight. It's a coin, coin flip type fight. It's hard to say really, yeah. but you just know it's going to be a good fight. Um, I don't know. Co-main event, people's main event. <laughs> Everyone's main event, right here. Um. Yeah, man, I'm gonna say Khabib. 
have to go with my boy, you know? Yeah. I think he'll just, I think it's just like, I just can't pick, pitch in my head anyone stuffing Khabib's takedowns because it just hasn't happened. You know? Can you picture, can you picture a, fl- can you picture a flying knee though? From Barbosa? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I can't pitch that either, to be honest. I, just... I I'm I'm gonna go against the green and just go with my heart and say Barbosa. I really want him. I really? really want him to pull it off. I mean, what if uh, Khabib charges him and right away just blasts him with a switch kick to the liver? And you know, Khabib had a tough weight cut. His his guts all sucked. Uh, oh, and he goes down. You know, it would just be so. It would be. Yeah, it's definitely possible. Um, I don't. I don't just. I would say Khabib by. By TKO, I think he'll take him down and dominate him. And yeah, that's likely. Get the finish. That's like I'd say that's like a seventy-five percent chance of happening. Uh, Barbosa, or I mean, uh, Nurmagomedov, uh, TKO via ground and pound. Probably seventy-five percent chance, but I don't know. Um, I, I'm I'm cheering Bar- cheering Barbosa. Uh, that's fair enough. I'm cheering Khabib for that one. Yeah, I mean, it should be a great I li- fight. I, li- I like Khabib too. Yeah, I, I'm just wishing for a good fight. Honestly. Yeah. And then uh, the main event, last fight of the UFC is 2017. Um, Cyborg and Holly Holm. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm sort of rooting for Holm on this. You know. As a fan, I'd like to see her get the upset. I'd like to see her expose Cyborg and show everyone that she's not like this machine. In, you know? Inhumane, yeah. I mean, yeah. that. Like I guess I mean, like, you know, the fan side is cheering for home. The you know analytical side, you know, is thinking Cyborg is going to win. But um, I don't. I don't know what's gonna. I don't know what's gonna be a factor in that fight. You know, maybe maybe home has better cardio and in the fourth and fifth round is able to you know just outstrike her and you know put together uh, a combination that rocks her and somehow gets TKO. Maybe maybe Cyborg knocks her out early. Maybe it goes to decision. I don't see it going to decision though. How about you? Um, I don't see it going to decision, but if Cyborg fights like how she did in her last fight against, was it Tony Avenger? Yeah. Um, she fought pretty reserved and she showed off because it went a few rounds. Yeah, three. Two, three. Three rounds. Yeah. Um, so if she tries to show off her skills, it, you know, who, who knows if Holly Holmes, if Holly Holmes got a game plan and she's, you know, moving and cyborgs taking her time like she did in their last fight. It might go five rounds. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. <laughs> but it's hard to see that. I want to say that you know, cyborg will probably win by a KO. I can't see home um, getting the KO. No, I don't think she has the power, honestly. So, um, but yeah, might might go might go to decision. You never know. Like you, you, she might be too fast and too long for Cyborg, and you know, stick on the outside uh-huh. and strike a distance the whole time. You never know. But um, I I was certainly a, a lot less excited for this fight when it was first announced. Thought it was weak as fuck. But um, really? Yeah, but n- now I'm a little bit more excited. Should be should be good. Um, you know, the yeah, end. It won't do. It won't do. It will. It'll do like two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand pay per view buys. Won't do shit. But it's still a good, good card. Um, looking. Looking. I mean, forward it might it. be a case of you know, when cyborgs beating girls like Avenger and Smith, it, it you know, 
it's one thing to look like a beast versus them, but then you're fighting a different animal in Holly Home with like a striking background and things like that. Yeah, so she might nice. look like a completely different fighter, you know? I mean, Rousey shocked the world. Um, well, I'd say shocked. I mean, like, fooled the world into thinking she was this amazing fighter, but no, she just she was beating girls that didn't know how to basic, you know? That's true, and Cy- Cyborg <laughs> has not fought anybody too, you know, high high level recently, you know? Um, I don't remember Lena Landsberg. I don't really remember like what uh she's got a lot of Muay Thai accomplishments, but I don't know. She just didn't seem like she belonged in there with Cyborg, like nowhere near. And I mean, I think Home belongs in there with Cyborg, but um I don't know. It's a good fight. Good fight. Well, better than I thought it would be. Looking for, looking forward to it. It's uh how many how many days away? What's today? Is today the 21st? So, yeah, we got nine more days. Yep, nine nine days. Um, yep. It's the first, it's the first, week, first weekend we haven't had a UFC card in forever, honestly. I, I know. S- it's I wanna, been, like, a wanna, UFC card literally every weekend. I want to say know? eight weeks in a row. So, we had yeah. Winnipeg, Fresno, Detroit. Had one before that. China, Australia, Fairfax, New York, Brazil, Poland. Damn, dude, I'm telling you, we're literally going for... Oh, okay, there you go. So the September 30th is the last Saturday we didn't have a UFC card. So that's fucking crazy. Yeah, they've just been actually, putting them out there, man. Actually, it's been good. October fourteenth was, but we'll we'll ignore that. Still, long long time two two and a half months. Um, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a quiet Saturday night. Uh, but um, all right. Think think the think we covered everything, right? Anything else you want to? Um, I think we covered everything, man. Um, yeah, yeah. it's been a been a been a good podcast. I yeah. was a bit nervous when I first because obviously I'd only i I'd only just met you. And yeah, it's like but it seems going into a podcast. Yeah, yeah that was kind of a little. On, yeah, it's just normal, just yeah, a normal conversation. Exactly, you know? exactly. Yeah, it's been good. I, I know you. I know what you meant. Yeah, it was kind of kind of a weird feeling in the beginning. But, yeah, uh, a weird feeling because it's like hi, it's like <laughs> live. <laughs> yeah, true, true. But I mean, you know, I, I don't know. You when you think about it, you met so many people playing you know, playing video games and doing all different shit that nothing, yeah, nothing, man, nothing's really weird anymore. <laughs> No, it's not weird at all. And it's it's good to talk to someone who is into MMA like as much as I am. Yeah, know? I don't know about you, but I don't, I don't really I don't really have too many people like in real I, life. Nope, nope. Maybe one, you know, maybe one. And even then, like you're deeper than him because yeah. you you listen to all the podcasts I do and shit like that. So. True. Yeah, it's it's, it's very good, hard to. Yeah, I know. A couple people in my you know at my gyms, you know, listening to podcasts and stuff. Uh, yeah. But, um, See, I, I like when I go to uh, jujitsu and stuff like that. When I hear hear guys talking about the fights, I just stay out of it because I think I don't like to get in conversations with random people because you don't know how much they watch it, how, how into it they are, or what. Yeah, you know, I don't want to go down to some long speech and they're like, okay, like I just. You know, I just watch Conor McGregor fights. You know, that's <laughs> you don't funny. know how into it they are. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I will... so I just sort of stay out of it when I hear people talk about it. How often do you do jujitsu? Um, well, I started, 
a few months ago and I try and go two days a week. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty uh beginner myself. I started in like November and yeah, I go two, three times a week, something like that. Yeah. So I've got a membership for two days a week and I try and go I haven't been this week because it's just too busy for Christmas and stuff. But um it's been good, man. Like, you know, I never did anything before jujitsu yeah. and then How how old are you? It's been I am twenty five, I'll be twenty six on Christmas Eve. Nice, nice. Yeah. Well, yeah. How happy. old are you? Uh, nineteen. Yeah. All right. Cool, man. So, so yeah, yeah. I, I balance all the I balance all the time in between college, you know, going to yeah. jujitsu and everything. But you you know, like once you start jujitsu, it, it's like it's so therapeutic. You know, you you meet so many it people. Is, yeah. You you know you 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 rely on that feeling at the end of the day. Like ah, you know, work fucking sucks, school sucks, but at least I can just roll at the end yeah, of the man. day and forget about your, everything for a little. Your bit. Your mind's just free. All you're thinking about is trying not to get choked out or. And, you know, you're just thinking. You're yeah, exactly. just thinking in the moment of what you're doing. Everything else disappears. Nothing else matters. You know. The best. The best um, thing is when you feel you feel like shit driving to the gym. You know, you're like, oh man, yeah. Like, yeah, my stomach, yeah. my stomach hurts. I feel tired. I feel the and then yeah. and then and then you step on the mat and you're like, you know what? It's not that big a deal. Class starts in five it's minutes. It's not that big a deal. I want to. Yeah, I want to. Like, I don't care. If my stomach hurts a little bit. It'll go away once I start yeah, moving around. I still go even if I feel. Oh, I don't feel like going. I feel tired. Every time I go, I never regret going. Like after lessons finished, oh, ne- never, like, never. It, it wakes you up. Like even if you've you've been at work or wherever school, you do you do jujitsu and then you feel more awake than you did. Like even though you've you know done it for an hour, or whatever, you feel wide awake. Oh you yeah, know? you walk out of the gym, yeah, it feeling, hypes you up, feeling better than you did all day long. Yeah, man. And, and I just love it. I love it. I love watching the videos online and then thinking, oh, I'm going to try that and watching different strategies, you know. And it's videos. different than, it's different than it. any other exercise, you know. It, you know, you don't you don't have a shitty day, go to the gym for a lift and then you leave yeah. and you're like, "Oh, man, I'm I'm so much better now. Like my day is rejuvenated." Now, you need yeah. that that like that struggle, that companionship, that that yeah, like man. that you know get in a choke you're like getting like you're, you're 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 about to like lose consciousness but all you're thinking about is you know hand fighting and breaking the body triangle and just somehow getting out of you're not thinking about going unconscious like you know that's just a different it's just a different feeling that puts you in a different mind state and yeah. it's, it's just so healthy for you i mean i wish i wish jujitsu was uh more popular i mean like i would you know when 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 kids want to be like i want to do martial arts i'll do kar-, and then their parents drag into a karate studio yeah. how many f- millions of fucking people out there have done karate and have gained no benefit from it you know went for four you know they went every year in elementary school every year in middle school they're like oh, i fucking hate karate my mom makes me go you know, <laughs> you know and then and then when they're when they're 12 they stop forever and never do it again but if you started a jujitsu you would literally have uh, a, a, wor- a world full of nice caring woke people it, it, you yeah know. man I, I keep thinking I, every time I go to jiu-jitsu thinking, like, if everyone was as cool as the people in jiu-jitsu the, the whole world would be a better place 100 you know, percent. like uh, but 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 so it's, it's almost it's be, almost unrealistic right? to think like that because it'll never it is, it'll yeah. never be it'll never happen um but, listen man i could talk to you about jiu-jitsu for like another hour or something but 
my food's here and I've got a, No, I've no got worries. A, yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, let me do a quick outro real quick. Um, yeah. uh, let, let me. Uh, I want to thank my man Mars Woody, uh, aka David, for coming on the podcast. You know, we didn't know each other before, but we're we're, we're friends for life now. Uh, Definitely, man. We'll look, have to do it again as well. Yeah, for sure. Anytime uh, you want me on, you know. Yeah. Um. You know. It's been good. Check out Odds Beast forums. You know, we we're on there all the time talking about fights, and uh, whether you are a man, woman, child, Martian, or alien, any conscious being tuning into the podcast, I thank you for tuning in to episode four. I want to thank my guest Mars Woody for coming on once again, and uh, hope you guys enjoy the fights, and we'll catch you in two thousand and eighteen. See you later, guys. Have a good Christmas.